Well, 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 it's NFL Draft Week on the Big D Podcast, and you know what that means. There will be episodes galore. Before I bring in the night's special guests, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. We can see all my content, all my videos that I upload to the YouTube page. Also, check out the Big D Podcast on Spotify and Apple. Well, you see my shirt. You see the cup. That can only mean one thing. <laughs> yes, we are talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight. And joining us from Duval County is my friend, uh, Brad Hoven. Brad, how are yeah. things going in Duval? Hey, uh, th- things are going great, Dylan. Uh, we're uh, three days away, or uh, I guess, uh, you know, uh, just, just a couple days and a wake up. Um, unfortunately, got the number one pick again, but a lot of questions uh, circling around that one. Uh, as we, uh, you know, look look forward to uh, Thursday. Yeah, the one year they have the number one pick, but there aren't any franchise quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. This time last year, it was uh, it, it was certainly a no brainer about what was happening. It was uh, more more of a question what was going to happen at uh, pick twenty there. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it's it's there, there's a lot of rumors floating around, and uh, I'll I'll try try my best to uh, you know give you my opinion and I'd love to hear what, what you think as well. I think, I think the 20 was in 2020 because last year Jackson ended up having the 25th pick where okay. Jax took a uh, Travis right. in, but uh, that was eons ago. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, heading into Thursday's draft uh, to me, I think there were four guys the Jags should consider for the number one pick. Would you agree? Um, I do agree. Uh, I'm, I'm curious as to what, what your four are. Uh, let's see. Aiden Hutchinson, the uh, Michigan pass rusher. Correct. Uh, F and Neal, the Alabama tackle. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Eki Iwunu from the NC State tackle. Sure, yeah. And then Prop, and then... Vance Walker, the uh, Georgia pass structure. Javon Walker. Walker. Yeah, okay. Oh, Javon Walker. Wait, it's Javon Walker? I think it's Trevon. Trevon Walker, thank Trevon you. Trevon. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those are the four that are uh, certainly on my mind. I uh, I have seen uh, Thibodeau's name uh, floating around there again. I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, so that's why I was, you know, kind of curious as uh, to your four. But, no, I, I, I agree that those are the four – that uh, are certainly uh, going to be in the mix. And it sounds from what I'm hearing on the radio and reading everywhere, it sounds like there's a little bit of a disagreement uh, between the owner, the GM and the uh, coach about which way, which direction they want to do. And that is certainly something down here in Jacksonville. We don't want to hear, we, we want to hear some unity. Uh, there, there was obviously some uh, chaos last year uh, that, you know, ended up in the firing of uh, urban Meyer. And then there was the whole, uh, if you're close to uh, following the Jaguars, which I'm sure you and I both are, um, there, there was a clown movement uh, that went on for, you know, a couple months. I mean, I was certainly part of that as far as uh, our feelings uh, about Balky still being, being around as a general manager, but uh, he kept his, kept his, uh, kept his job. He's still here, which is actually quite, quite surprising. And um, yeah, he, he's, he's got to be part of the team that uh, makes a, a decision on Thursday night. 
So be honest, when I think of the four guys the Jags should consider, they're they're two different positions. One, right, pass rusher. I mean, everybody's looking for pass rushers. I mean, you don't win Super Bowls generally without great pass rushers. I mean, we saw with the Rams what Aaron Donald and Von Miller could do. We saw what uh, Kansas City could do with Chris Jones and company a couple years ago. How many Super sure. Bowls did Richard Seymour get Tom Brady or the Bucks with yeah, all those Bucks guys defense, two years right. ago? But uh, to me, what position do you think the Jags should address? Pass rusher or, or line, offensive line? Well, I mean, at, at number one, I mean, I really think it's it's those two. I mean, personally, in my opinion, even even though they went out and spent a whole bunch of money on free agency, I still think they need a wide receiver. <laughs> um, but you can't. It's but you're not going to get one. That's not one. that's not going to happen at one, right? Uh, so, in, in my opinion, I, I think with with everything kind of swirling around with uh, Cam Robinson, I, I guess. Uh, you can fill me in. Did, did he sign the? Yes, he did sign it. Um, I mean, even even with that being said, I I like I like the offensive lineman. Uh, in my opinion, uh, to uh, to to protect uh, Trevor. I mean, there may be some uh, some things that you have to do this year to uh, you know pl- plug in some holes. Whether that's you know cutting Juwan Taylor, who was uh, you know a second round pick uh, just a few years ago. Um, whatever the case may be to, to, to try and just shore up that line. That that's my opinion. I mean, I, I didn't see Hutchinson play a lot in college or, or I guess really it was just last year was the, uh, the big year really same with Walker. I mean, uh, even being down in the South seeing, uh, I saw some Georgia games, but that Georgia defense was just, uh, just, you know, uh, upper echelon and they're, they're going to have, you know, three, four, maybe, you know, five guys, go drafted in the first couple rounds. Uh, certainly he was part of that. He's a, you know, freak athlete. Uh, people, you know, certainly get enamored with the metrics uh, after the combines and stuff like that. But I just, uh, I just feel like, you know, getting, um, in my opinion, an Evan Neal, uh, you know, in, into that place, the, the guy who really was, I guess, when all this happened, uh, he seemed like he was going to be the guy. And then it's, kind of fluctuated back and forth right now. The, the, I guess going favorite in Vegas is Walker, but I, I, I like, uh, I like Evan Neal personally uh, to uh, just uh, kind of solidify that offensive line. Cause you, you need that. You need a running game, uh, solidify that, that offensive line, see what you can do with uh, Robinson and ETN with uh, some, some youth up there to, uh, you know, plow the road for you. I agree with you. I think Evan Neal's, the safest pick in this draft. And what I mean by safe is, I think, I, yes, I think yes. it's in 12 years starter in the NFL. Whether it's that tackle, whether it's that guard, so what? I mean, you think the Indianapolis Colts were, were correct taking Quentin Nelson a few years ago. I'm saying that pick's walked out all right. Right. Yeah. I would think so. I would think so. Good. I'm, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think, I mean, he, he was my pick from, from the start. I mean, same. Same with uh, Doug Peterson as the coach. I mean, I, I mean, sure, it would have been pretty cool to see Leftwich come back, but I, I P- Peterson was my guy at the beginning, and then it, then he disappeared. I started panicking when everybody else was uh, gobbling up uh, coaches left and right. But uh, he uh, he he landed here. He's got he's got the Super Bowl ring. Um, 
you know, maybe he can get the, uh, the best out of, uh, out of, out of Lawrence as, as we move on. And I mean, from what I'm hearing, I, I don't even think Neil is necessarily one of those three that, that the coach, the GM and the owner, like, uh, for instance, I, I think, uh, from what I've seen, the owner is, um, Shad Khan likes Hutchinson, Balky uh, likes the the freak Travon Walker uh, on, on the edge as well, and then the um, head coach is uh, I I guess seems to uh, lean to uh, Equanu or Iki Equanu from uh, in state in C State, but um, I mean that that could all all be smokescreen anyway. So I mean that's that's the time of time of year that we're in. Uh, but I, if if I was running, I, I would uh, I would go with uh, Evan Neal. Obviously, still uh, taking phone calls if anybody wants that number one, which I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think I think the only way you train for the number one pick, especially this year without a quarterback, is for a pass rusher or left or left tackle. And I don't think the Jacks would do that. But to me, I'm confused why the Jags would pass up on Aiden Hutchinson potentially mm-hmm. for Walker because, I mean, yeah, we all saw Hutchinson's incredible year lifting Michigan to the finally being Ohio State and a college football right. playoff. And, yeah, Georgia's defense is incredible. And half the time, Georgia didn't even play its starters in the third, fourth quarter. Right. But – I look, we have seen so many guys do well in what some people call the underwear Olympics. And you know what? I don't care how fast you run in the 40. I don't care about knee band, three right. drill. You know what? Cooper Cup ran a 4.62 in the 40 yard dash. And I didn't see one guy, I didn't see one guy stop him in 2021. Jerry Rice would have been the slow, one of the slowest wide receivers at the NFL scouting combine. And nobody could stop him. Not even right. Sanders. Right. To me, I I would if the Jacks are thinking pass culture, I would look at Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. I think he I think he's got Nick Bosa in him. I think he'll be a dependable pass culture. He'll give you everything on every snap. Right. And with Duck and if Duck Peterson's going to play a four three, I don't know exactly what defense to play. You don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think you necessarily want to have two of the same guy. And with Walker, I feel like you get another Josh Allen, where they're both more hybrid three four right. outside linebackers. Right. No, I agree with with uh, Hutchinson. He he certainly seems to have have a drive or to uh, use the overused word these days, uh, uh, you know, a motor on him, but uh, he, he certainly has the passion, uh, something that, uh, that, that Jackson fans w- would embrace. Uh, they, they would like his, uh, you know, blue collar work ethic. And of course I'm sure Detroit would as well. Uh, so yeah, if they do go, if they do go past rusher, I do think that going with Hutchinson would be um, the, the, the better pick in my opinion, uh, as far as, compared to, you know, kind of rolling the dice, in my opinion, with uh, Trayvon Walker. So, so yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one. But here's the interesting one. If Jacksonville goes tackle, do they go Icky or go Neil? Because that's an interesting one because exactly. I've seen the same argument there. I think both got, I think both tackles are the best players in this draft. 
I actually think both tackles are the best players in this draft. Yeah, from from what I heard, um, is that uh, Icky's a little bit more of a uh, of a he's a better run blocker, um, which certainly if that's the, um, the idea that they want to build this offense around, you know, a kind of a, a plower to, uh, you know, uh, you know, pave the Wade. I, I can understand why Peterson seems to favor him a little bit more than Neil, but uh, I mean, Neil, you know, coming from Alabama, obviously, you know, top notch, top notch uh, coaching, uh, even from a uh, former Jaguar, uh, head coach uh, Doug Marone last year, who was the uh, offensive line coach down in Alabama. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just coming there uh, with, with, uh, with, with the experience playing in the sec uh, and uh, just, just going against the best every week, uh, making it to the playoffs pretty much every single year, going, going toe to toe with the best on the other side of the field as well. I, I think I, I mean, it, it, it really just kind of depends on which one works into their system. And, and uh, I mean, it is a little bit of a toss-up, but from, from what I've heard, uh, Icky is a, is a little bit more of the, uh, the uh, run blocker. It, it maybe has a little bit more of a mean streak as well. So if that's something that, uh, you know, uh, fires your engines, then uh, he, he would be the one to, uh, to lean on. Yep, uh, I – I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens because, to me, with Trevor Lawrence on the center, I think you protect him. You get the best offensive line you can. Otherwise, Trevor Lawrence's career is going to be like Andrew Luck. Right. Yep. yep. And, uh, we don't don't, and we don't need to be drafting another quarterback next year. We'd rather trade that yeah. pick for a team that needs one. Sure. Yeah. And he hadn't found a quarterback since then. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now they go. Now they and now they've gone from Phil Rivers to Colson Wentz, and now Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, yeah, yeah, who's uh, t- teaching them how to uh, wash their uh, clothes in cold water. Apparently, no, no just joking. <laughs> the col- the Colts will be ready for the snowplow game. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So if you know me, I am a trivia nerd. I, I love doing trivia. Usually I'm the one asking questions, but tonight I'm going to let Brad test out my knowledge. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think here. Um, wow. Um, let's see here. Who was the Jaguars' first... First pick in 2001. Oh, uh, that would be Marcus Stroud, defensive tackle from Georgia. That was the consecutive years where the Jags went Marcus Stroud, John Henderson, defensive tackles from the SEC. Stroud was from Georgia and Henderson was from Tennessee. Yep, yep. Uh, you are correct, Dylan. That's our that's first one pop, popped up in my mind there because I think I heard it on the radio uh, this afternoon or something like that. So yeah, that was a that was a formidable uh, formidable uh, defensive front they had back in those days, uh, Stroud and Henderson, two two guys that really went uh, unrecognized probably uh, around the league, but uh, they were they were loves down here in Jacksonville for sure. Yeah, and that was before three years where, well, a couple years where the Jags would rather forget about their first-round picks and 
I mean, left left wedge, Reggie Williams, and then Mac Jones. How the heck did the Jags take Mac Jones out of Arkansas when he was a quarterback? Yeah, uh, underwear Olympics, man. That, that, that just what you said. I mean, yeah, it's the underwear Olympics. I mean, he was, yeah, he came in. Yeah, he was a quarterback at Arkansas. And, uh, you know, not, nice athlete, but never played wide receiver in his life. And they took him in the first round. Yeah, that was uh, that was certainly a head scratcher when that when that and one came. Jones was already rumored to have off the field issues. Yeah, yeah. not good. Cocaine cowboy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So obviously, you know, the Jaguars' first round history has been hit or miss. I mean, last year, Jacks took Trevor Lawrence number one, but recent first round picks have not hand out well. Let me see. Since 2011, the Jaguars have drafted, and I can't believe I'm saying this list because this is this is historically bad. Now, just just, just 20- remember, I, just remember, I'm coming off a stomach bug. Don't don't make me too queasy. All right. No, I promise <laughs> I won't make you that queasy. <laughs> With some of these names, I've got uh, okay. 2011, Blaine Gabbert. 2012, Justin Blackman. 2013, Luke Jokin. 2014. Blake Borders, 2015, Dante Fowler, 2016, Jalen Ramsey, who the Jacks shipped to L.A., then 17, Leonard Fournette, 2018, Taven Bryant, 2019, Josh Allen. Hey, at least somebody can play. And then 2020. Still on the team, yeah. (laughs) C.J. Anderson, who the Jacks shipped to Carolina. Yep. And then – Clavin, Chiazen, and then last year, of course, Lawrence and Travis Etienne. Right. The best first round history. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's cert- certainly not. Uh, certainly not something to uh, hang on your wall there. I'm just saying, what pick What pick uh, stands out in your mind? The, the one that hurts the most or? Yes, yes. Uh, well, I mean, it's a little bit of a toss up. Um, I because the the Ramsey pick was was great. Um, I mean, getting him, I want to say they picked him fifth. Uh, you could probably keep keep me uh, straight on that. But uh, having him leave uh, Jacksonville, I mean, with, with that talent, uh, you know, him wanting to leave and getting his feathers ruffled by Tom Coughlin as the uh, executive vice president, that was uh, that was pretty rough. But I'm gonna have to go all the way back to uh, 2012 with uh, Justin Blackman. Um, you know, just tremendous talent on the field. Uh, he had the potential to probably still be here. I mean, let's be honest. That's 10 years ago. Uh, he could still be in Jacksonville uh, do, doing great things. But, uh, you know, he just couldn't uh, shake the uh, off-the-field troubles and and really just uh, set the Jags back uh, offensively. I mean, he, it wasn't just him uh, that, that did it. But, uh, I mean, if you, you look at it, I mean, they drafted him uh, to, to be part of their future for, you know, years to come and really only played maybe one full season between two, two seasons. It, it, it was uh, pretty, uh, pretty rough. Uh, I mean, th- there was a lot of hype about him. Uh, he, he definitely flashed uh, several times when he was on the field uh, for Jacksonville, but it's just an absolute, uh, you know, unfortunate, you know, series of events that, uh, that happened. So, uh, yeah, my, my picks, uh, uh, Blackman, do, do you, do you have one or out of that group? 
I can't, but I mean, I remember Joseph Blackman because he put up great numbers at Oklahoma yeah. State. Uh, yeah. I was thinking, uh, I thought he possessed a chance to uh, have a long end for you because I'm not. Absolutely. I mean, at that point, you didn't see wide receivers getting drafted at high. I mean, of course, Hulu and A.J. Green were drafted in the top six, but it seemed like wide receivers were drafted are now being drafted higher and higher. And uh, I mean, just unfortunately, you got off on the deep end. And uh, maybe that maybe we should have known that Jack's going for a bad run of drafts when he went off the deep end. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, the, and the Gabbard experiment didn't work out. Uh, they traded up to get him. Oh, gosh. And then. Yeah. Same with Bortles. <laughs> no, actually, Bortles was the number three pick because that yeah. was the uh, Jadavian Clowney draft. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't believe the Jacks took Blake Bortles number three. Yeah, and who the, yeah, and who the Jacks could have get drafted? Let's see. Khalil Mack at five. Mike Not F- bad. <laughs> Oyer Donner at 13. Oh, yeah. yeah, only the best defensive player in football. Mm-hmm. Deshaun only. Watson was around there, right? Uh, no, I think that was a few years later. Oh, yeah, and you know who may have been the best quarterback from that draft? Uh, Derek Cole. Uh, yeah, looking that way, yep. Oh, God, he's definitely the... He's definitely the richest. <laughs> yes. <guy>. No. <laughs> wow. Let me see. Oh, oh, wait. The Jacks actually got a good pick in that draft. Alan Robinson. Yep. And shipped oh, him off. Adams. Yeah. Gosh. Now, you, now you're making me feel a little queasy. Yeah, man. They, 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 they're not called the Cardiac Cats for any reason. So, uh, I mean, yeah. The, yeah, their, their history is, is, is enough to make somebody sick for sure. I was around for for the heydays and when you know in the late nineties and stuff like that. So I, I was around for that. But uh, yeah, the, these last 20, 20 something years have been uh, been rough, with the exception of twenty seventeen. Yeah, well, we were three minutes from the AFC championship. Uh, yeah, we were three minutes. Third, third and eighteen. Yep. From Nick Foles and yep. and Blake Bortles in the Super Bowl, <laughs> the least watched Super Bowl ever. But we would have been there. Yeah. It would have been 90% Philadelphia Eagle fans and then probably the two of us in Minneapolis. That's true. (laughs) I would have found a way. Is there one position you think the Jags have to address in Las Vegas? I still, uh, as I kind of mentioned before, I I still think it's a wide receiver. I, I, I think they... They overpaid for uh, Christian Kirk. Um, uh, Zay, Zay Jones doesn't really do anything for me. Um, but I think if there's any way they can get one of those top five that are coming coming off, I, I don't know if that's possible. They got to trade back into the first. Um, maybe people get – maybe some people get a little uh, quarterback happy and, and things work out in their way. But uh, I, I think I think that they need a number one. I mean, I, I don't – I, I like Kirk. I mean, he's 
he's done good. Maybe, you know, maybe he was, uh, you know, overshadowed a little bit in, in Arizona, but uh, certainly, certainly uh, my man got, got paid to come here to Jacksonville to, you know, parade around as the number one receiver when, when I really think they, they need somebody else. And I mean, it could be, uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's hard to hard. If it's not those uh, first five, um, I mean, you can still get, get a quality uh, quality player in, in the second uh, was it South Dakota state kid, the Christian Martin or something or. Oh, I think uh, Watson. Watson, Watson, yeah, six four. I think he's like he's he's a big big body. I, I'm sorry, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of the top five wide receivers being Jameson Williams from Alabama, the mm-hmm. two Ohio State kids, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Trayvon Burks from right. Arkansas, and then the Penn State Dr- wide receiver uh, Dotson. Yeah. Did you say Drake London? And throwing Drake London. So I think right. there were six guys potentially yeah. in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then there's uh, George Pickens from Georgia who uh, looked like he was going to be a, a you know top-round pick after his freshman year. Uh, battled some injuries, battled some off-the-field stuff. Sounds like there's some new off-the-field stuff as well. Oh, uh, keep, 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 your, uh, keep your ears out on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Christian Watson, North Dakota state, which, uh, Kyle and I, we, we talked about him and he was like responsible for some ridiculous amount of, uh, of offensive plays while he was there, just something like 51% or something, something crazy for a wide receiver to be involved in something, in something like that. Um, and then you hear names like sky Moore um as well so yeah it's gonna really be interesting how the how that first round unfolds i think how they're gonna address that that second pick if they they use it to move up or if they hang back it's gonna it's gonna be interesting how how things uh work out and like i said there could be a run on quarterbacks i mean you you never know i mean this certainly in my opinion is not the uh premier quarterback class. I mean it's not just my opinion. I think it's a lot of people's opinion, but you know, people are uh, people are desperate. Yeah. Honestly, this might be the worst quarterback draft we've seen in nine years since yeah. DJ Manuel went sixteenth to the right. Buffalo Bills. Bills. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that, that's my opinion is to get get him some more web. I mean, is to you know that first pick secure the line um with with one of the guys that we talked about uh either neil or uh Iki, and then and then uh get him someone to uh to throw to uh i mean even though you went out and spent some money i mean well i mean we're talking you're starting starting wide receivers or or uh kurt marvin jones and uh zay, zay jones and LaVisca Chenault. I mean, that doesn't blow my hair back at all. Not that I have any, but you know, I, th- I think you need to have, and I think you need to get somebody with, uh, with some potential to get downfield, a, a big play guy, a, a, a true number one, if that, if that's a possibility, but I, it's going to be, uh, and you can still address the edge, uh, you know, later on if need be. Hey, you know what? The Jaguars will be ready for the second inclination of keeping up with the Joneses. There you go. Absolutely. 
So uh, thanks for hopping on, Brad. And uh, hopefully yeah. the Jaguars can uh, get out of the draft funk. And and uh, instead of getting number one, maybe they go from Wolves to first like the Cincinnati Bengals did last year. Yeah. Yeah, who who knows? I mean, that in my opinion, that AFC South is uh you know fairly uh fairly up for grabs. I mean, I mean, I think the Titans are still the team to beat with uh uh with 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 Henry and and Woods coming in there now, and obviously the uh, the um, division champs. But uh, now that there's been shuffling around with the uh, with the quarterbacks on the other teams, I, I mean, I think the Jags they, they have a chance. I'm not thinking you know, 10 wins. I'm not, I don't have those kind of, you know, aspirations, but if they get to seven wins, uh, seven, eight wins, that, that'd be, uh, that'd be all right. That's definitely a stepping stone. Yeah. Baby steps. Starts, starts Thursday. Yep. So thanks for hopping on Brad and uh, we'll appreciate see it. You.